0: Josh's game is, is considering the, what he, you know, he does for a living and the, the pounding that he he takes on his body, uh, the fact that he's been able to, to play this game, and you can see the enjoyment that he has, the addiction that he has for for the game of golf. He asks unbelievable questions today about how he can get better. That only. Athletes really can uh, ask those type of questions, and that's what's neat about being able to play with with athletes, see how their their, their brain works. We're very similar across the board, whether we're playing football or golf or or baseball. How we look at things are are very consistent.
1: Tiger Woods on playing yesterday with Josh Allen. Genesis Invitational gets started today. Brian Koziel joins us on the Western Hotline. Brian, what's more amazing, playing with Tiger Woods or being able to ask him questions about your game. That's another part of this here like here's Tiger saying he he kind of appreciates the questions that Josh asked. If any one of us got the chance to play with Tiger Woods, I would never dream of them. like what do you what do you think of my backswing here? What do you think of my takeaway? How's my how's my lead how's my trail arm on this? But uh pretty cool. Pretty cool to see the Bills quarterback out there and uh you know the the news that came through it.
0: Oh, for sure. My goodness. I mean, how <laughs> you're you're playing with with one of the most accomplished athletes ever and, you know, in terms of golf, maybe the player that's had the most impact on the game ever. And yeah, he, because we know Alan is also obsessed with getting better at golf, as he said, uh, to be able to pick his brain, uh, I thought was pretty cool. I don't know how I would start if I was playing around with Tiger. Like, would I get right into my swing? Would I want to ask him about certain tournaments? Would I, like, I don't even know. What's how do you, how does like the conversation start going when you're walking down the first and second hole and things like that? Aren't you,
1: I feel like one of the easy things, like how you feeling, right? You're asking him. Yeah. He's because Tiger's going to try and play what one one tournament a month? Is that his new his new plan right now?
0: Yeah, that's his new plan. I mean, he's the host. He's the normal host for this tournament, this Genesis Invitational. So this kind of was always the spot that we thought maybe that he would return. Um, And then next month in March, we're thinking the Players' Championship, and then, of course, the Masters in April. uh, But initially, yes, that was what he said um, about a month or so ago, that he was looking to kind of do one tournament a month. And, of course, that means playing in the majors as well.
1: Very cool.
2: I would have the worst golf round of my life if I was playing the Tiger Woods. I I, I think. Would it be the best round of your life or the worst round
1: of your life? I mean, performance-wise. Who knows? the, The pressure you'd feel.
2: I mean, the night before, I feel like I wouldn't sleep because if I knew, like, I'm playing with Tiger tomorrow, like I got to be on my game. I would. It would be like the night before the Super Bowl. I feel like for an average golfer,
0: I think that I think it would be definitely a an intimidating thing to do for sure. I mean, you know, for all of us that have played at any sport at any level, there's obviously times when you felt nervous. But I feel like certain sports. Uh, th- you know, maybe the bad shot or whatever. I don't know. You know, you're playing basketball against somebody great or what I guess you could shoot an air ball. In golf, I feel like the difference between your good and your bad is about the biggest uh, spread that there is. I mean, look at Tom Brady right on that one hole at uh, Pebble Beach. Like, I feel like golf – The uh, a bad shot is still a bad shot. If I'm playing catch with football with Josh Allen, like me throwing the football, like I'm not going to throw it one foot straight down. Like (laughs) or in golf, like you can duff it and look really bad really fast.
1: Brian Coziel, one of our hosts of T to Green, of course, Saber Spring Post as well. All right, Brian. So this tournament last year, John Rom won it. And it is an invitational. It's, uh, you know, it's been an event that I think people have started to kind of gain. It's gained attention. But this year's player field, not quite last year's player field.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, you take Rahm off the, the leaderboard in any one of these tournaments. And I think overall, I mean, that that's a huge blow. And, and Rahm has had some interesting weeks uh, since he's kind of appeared on the Live Tour, the first week he plays. He misses a putt on the final hole to get himself into a playoff, and he's so mad about it. But the the live reporter asked him about the team win, and he seemed pissed about the team. Uh, then the following uh, about the team aspect of it, that that's what he was asked about. Uh, then last week, he really, really made some comments saying that, uh, you know, he was really kind of upset that he wasn't going to be at the Waste Management Open in Phoenix because he, he loves that event. And all these California courses he's missed, like Torrey Pines, and obviously this week at Riviera. He said, like, look, I'm, I'm going to be really missing that. I'm like, geez, he's been on the live tour uh, for one event, and he said he's getting emotional about it. So, I don't know if, you know, John Rahm maybe ultimately feel like he made the right decision. I'm sure his bankroll uh, will argue with that. But, uh, nevertheless, yes, there are some, some, still some big names playing. Uh, Tiger is going to get to play with Justin Thomas and Gary Woodland today. Um, if you do want to watch that, it's 1225 Eastern time, 925 in California uh ESPN Plus has it at 10.30 in the morning. So even before Tiger tees off and then Golf Channel later today. But um, go ahead. You know, just
1: saying, on Tiger, You know he's got his new clothing line and logo. And one of the things about the logo, he's got 15 stripes for his 15 majors. And one of the takeaways, Brian, is that to make a logo with that number, it's kind of a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek joke that, well, he knows he's not going to win another major. Because if he does, he'd have to change the logo. It's 15 stripes for 15 <laughs> majors. But But I wonder about that. How he's talked about his own expectations now, because of course, like I'm sure the golf world would love to see him win anything again, whether it's a major or just a regular tournament. What are Tiger's expectations for himself right now he he has He has said in the last year or two or three that he won't play unless he thinks he can win. Is that still the mindset for him?
0: You know, I thought yes, for sure, but yesterday he said something that maybe I think would maybe change that a little he said something along the lines of paraphrasing here, like that I love golf and I, I want to play it as long as I possibly can. And I'm sure that perked the ears of those that run the champions tour thinking, Ooh, man, he could end up playing here. Like we always thought maybe because of just his body and that physically he had such limitations that he might not find the champions tour attractive enough to maybe go ahead and play it. Uh, he didn't ultimately come out and say, I'm playing the Champions Tour yesterday, but kind of gave that look of like, I'm going to try to, you know, I love this. I can't, I love playing. I'm going to play, play golf as long as I can. I don't know. Maybe that gave the indication that he would be open to playing that when he's eligible, when he turns 50 Um, in terms of, you know, this week, what's realistic expectations. He knows this course just as well as anybody. This is where he made his professional debut uh, on the PGA tour here. So the event itself, as you said, it's a little more limited of a field because it's an invitational 70 players, is the number that we're invited and 50 you're going to get to play the weekend. I think for tiger, a realistic goal is to make the cut and, you know, be in that 50 of the 70 and get himself to playing what a full four round tournament to shake off any more rust that he's got, get himself into more competitive golf. Like he always says so that when he comes back to play here in a few weeks from now in may or sorry, in, um, in March uh, that he's got some more rounds. in. so I think that's a realistic goal for him, you know, in terms of the rest of the year, you know, I, I think at Augusta, you can always say, "Well, if he gets off to a good start, he's got a chance to win there because he plays as well as anybody at that course when he's healthy." The other majors, oh, I, I feel like at this point, uh, you'd have to have a lot of things line up for him to maybe, com- you know, be in contention going into a Sunday on a major. Do
2: you think part of what is keeping him active here, even if he thinks uh, <laughs> deep down maybe Brian that he doesn't have it in him to win a lot of these tournaments anymore, that? Like you hear him every time he talks now talk about the business end of the PGA Tour. I wonder if he just kind of recognizes how important it is for him to be present on the PGA Tour if if it's going to remain, you know, sustainable over, you know, years and years.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he's really taken it to heart that the PGA Tour obviously has gone through some struggles here over the last 2 years with the emergence of LIV. And he has really been a strong voice. Now, he hasn't talked in terms of quantity a lot about it, but when he has spoken about it, he has gone into quite good detail. He's talked about his leadership aspect of it, the conversations he has with players in terms of advice of how they can keep the PGA Tour going. And, you know, I think for him uh, as an ambassador of the game, obviously we know he's it's the strongest brand in the world. So I think he also feels like, at this age that there is some of this value in giving back. And that is even though maybe he can't have an impact swinging the golf club every single week, uh, maybe like he did during the prime of his career, he still can have a major impact just by showing up and just by saying a few things here and there in support of the PGA tour. And, you know, anytime he tees it up, I mean, he's going to have the attention for sure. I mean, even, even there, you know, there are monster names playing this week. Scotty Scheffler, number one in the world, is playing. Rory McIlroy, you know, as big as anybody playing. But Tiger's playing, so he's going to be the story this week. So he still does have a major impact, even though maybe his chances of winning are still maybe not at that level.
1: Brian Koziel joining us on the Western Hotline. TD Green returns the 24th, so we're getting to it next Saturday. You guys are uh, back in Action Live. I know you guys have been recording the show and posting it, though, as we uh, get closer and closer to golf season.
0: Yeah, we've been doing weekly podcasts on Mondays, so you can usually look for that on Monday nights uh, on our social media handles on T to Green. Um, but, yeah, our first live show on WGR is back next Saturday, uh, and we'll be starting our year at the Golf Dojo inside uh, one of the simulator places across western New York. So uh, we're looking forward to be back, yeah, every Saturday next week uh, through Labor Day weekend, uh, 7 a.m. on Saturday mornings.
1: Very good, very good. I've got a, I'm planning a scramble on Saturday. How about that? Scramble. Yeah. Simulator scramble. Simulator scramble. Nice. Yeah. Excited that for it. That
0: is the ultimate hit it out of your shoes, right? <laughs> I mean, in the sim, yeah. we all tend to do that a little more anyway. But, you know, now that you're in a scramble format and you're in a sim, like, just rip away.
1: Yeah. And you don't actually lose the ball. You know, that's that's a hidden benefit there. Like, oh, that's that that's, 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 that's 200 yards into the woods. All right. I didn't lose it. It's going to come back digitally. Thanks, Brian.
0: Okay, guys, enjoy your scramble.
1: And enjoy tonight Sam Reinhart's return as well.
0: (laughs) Yes, we will.
1: (laughs) Brian Koziel, who's got uh, Sabres postgame intermission as well, as the Sabres welcome the Panthers. And again, Tita Green back. On the 24th, when we return and a little more throughout the morning, the Bills have announced ticket prices or an increase in ticket price for the 2024 season uh, at the current stadium. Some more information on the new stadium, some numbers coming out. You can see a piece up at our website, WGR550.com about covered seating. You know, some of the numbers are starting to kind of lock in and timelines as well for when you and I and anybody else out there might get a chance to go to the stadium experience where you will get a virtual reality look. Not just the one that I'm complaining isn't on Twitter, but you know isn't sent out the Bills' website. Not like a, dr- a drone fly-through, but a real experience where you're going to go to the Bills Stadium Experience store and get an idea of what the new stadium experience will be like. So starting to get information on that. Some of that's at our website. We'll also tackle that with you here uh, on our airwaves throughout the morning. Jeremy and Joe, Matt Perino joins us for some Bills draft chatter coming up at 7 o'clock. It is WGR.